Good afternoon. Good evening, folks. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media. Welcome to another edition of the Digital Collective. Uh, today, Friday, December the 10th, we've got a fantastic conversation ahead of you today. I'm not going to delay. I'm not going to waste time. I want to get right into it because I want to be cognizant of this man's time. Uh, Aaron Buckner is, is with us behind the scenes. He's been kind of leading the world from a remote work perspective long before it was cool long before it was required, long before the COVID lockdown and, and we were brought into this type of remote type of working scenario. You know, his passion about bringing the power of humanity to virtual work led to the founding of Work From. Work From is a company that is focused on removing the social disconnects individuals and companies feel in this new way of work. We're going to dive into that statement, that, that phenomenal mission statement. We're going to dive into what work from does and, and kind of that what's in it for you from a consumer perspective and, and a user perspective. We're going to get granular in, in terms of, of what the, the team is working on now in the short term and the midterm and maybe even the long term, if we can go into some of those conversations. If you have questions for and during the conversation, definitely put a cue in front of your, your statement so we can bring those up. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me bring on Mr. Darren Buckner. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you. Amazing intro. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. We got we got folks coming in in the comments, watching from all locations. Uh, like I was saying, kind of in the, in the back room, we are streaming to multiple platforms. So we're going to have hopefully a lot of engagement. We'll be on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and also on the HicksNewMedia.com uh, website. So that's a whole lot of different audiences watching, right? So, and, and I think, again, from, from that perspective, I kind of want to dive into the statements as well of, uh, first, let's talk about who you are and what it is that you do, you know, kind of that elevator pitch. I, I gave the high-level piece, but who Darren Buckner is, why Darren Buckner is the CEO and the co-founder of Work From, and then what Work From is, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, boy, that's... that's uh... That's tough to do succinctly, probably, but let me give it a shot. Uh, the who, uh, you know, who I am, uh, co-founder and CEO of Work From. I started this company out of uh, a desire and a passion to help enable more community, more connection, more humanity in uh, what we now call, you know, remote work. Uh, back then, we called it a lot of different things. Uh, I've been doing this for some time, as you mentioned in the intro. Uh, but my background is uh, largely in software. Uh, I became a, a software developer, a software engineer uh, in my early 20s. Uh, and before that, uh, I was on a whole different trajectory. I actually used to be a uh, bouncer and uh, privacy, used to do private security in, in Las Vegas and other cities, um, mostly in nightclubs, but, um, you know, helping people stay safe uh, in the streets, if you will, and, and uh, in other public venues. Uh, realized that there was very little future in that as I got a bit older. And also my interests uh, were always more on the technical side. I, I had a passion that, that ran deep since, probably since I was in my, my early teens. And uh, in fact, that passion read, ran so deep that uh, it led me to do things like building computers from scratch and uh, teaching myself how to code. And ultimately, it was the teaching myself how to code that, uh, that led me to a career in software. Now, that career in software uh, started, like I said, in my kind of mid, mid-20s. mid And uh, this is, I don't want to date myself too much, but this is going back over a decade. And, and, um, and I was lucky to be able to work remotely, uh, as we now call it, even back then. Uh, as a software engineer, 
being able to, uh, you know, work from a laptop or a computer and internet connection was certainly possible for me. And that was really the requirement at that point. I mean, people didn't know much more about, you know, how to make remote work work. And there were very few of us doing it. So I was lucky to, to, to experience that early on. And, um, and it opened my eyes to a whole new world of work, a whole new way of work and, and especially the benefits, but also mm. the challenges. And the challenges are, are, you know, the things that I wanted to address so that people could, could ultimately experience the benefits. That's, a, that's amazing. There's a, there's a lot to unpack there, right? I mean, I, I kind of want to ask how you go from bouncer to software developer to, you know, to, to co-founder CEO within the technology organization. We could have a whole hour long conversation just about that because that, that's a cool story. But I think I want to stay focused and I want to ask again, the world stopped for a while, right? We, for 15, 17 months, right? And, and that really required everyone else who wasn't already part of that uh, remote working type of mentality to adjust. If there's any blessing of COVID and, and, and I, and it's weird even saying that it, it is that I think work from seems to be purpose, purposely suited for the remote, the distributed, the, the teams that need to be removed from each other physically. So how, how did COVID lockdown, how, how did all of that really affect your go forward strategy? Did, did that change anything from a roadmap perspective, what you and your team was talking about? And did you already feel like, you know, we were on to something before it was necessary? Cause like you were, like I was saying in the intro, you were, you were on this path before it was required, but how did how did the lockdown period really affect what you were doing at, at work from? Yeah, it it shifted what we did fundamentally. Uh, you, you know, we we were focused on remote work before yeah. uh, the pandemic, certainly, and so um, th- this is something that was been near and dear to us. But what it did to us is that it gave us it did two things. It gave us an understanding of how what path we could have going forward that maybe wasn't available to us even just a few months prior. Uh, most of what we had been looking at and how we had been intending to grow uh, a few months prior to COVID was, was you know, had, it was kind of a longer term strategy. We knew that remote work was on the rise. That was clear. We were certainly, you know, tuned into that and we had the pulse of it. We understood what we could do to reach people and continue to enable that for folks. But it was it was certainly not mainstream. And, and, and all of a sudden you had everybody in the world, it yeah. felt like, you know, thinking about and continuing with remote work. Uh, it, it was a bit of an odd period for us because it, it seemed like everybody was now focusing on the things that, you know, that we had been focusing on um, for, for a long time. And, and for us, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't new or odd and, and the problems and the excitement and all the things that people were experiencing. Uh, it just it kind of felt like deja vu for us. You know, we were, we were going through this all again, uh, even though um, we had, we'd been seeing this for some time. So specifically we had built a, search engine, if you will. It's a sort of like a Yelp type experience to help people all over the world. And we're talking about on six different continents. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that have that have ultimately used this experience to find uh, physical places to get work done. Mm. And not just not just physical places to get work done, but physical places that had other people that were likely uh, working like you, right? So being able to connect into that energy and to the, the kind of the social flow of of work that was, that's really hard to do for remote workers, especially if you are spending the majority of your time working at home, maybe with uh, you know a dog, a cat, and some children, and that's you know that's not the kind of socialization that long term is sustainable. So we were on that path. We were making some changes to the business, but 
once COVID hit, we realized there was a new opportunity in front of us to enable more of this kind of connection virtually. And we knew that it was going to be something that so many people were going to be struggling with because we had seen it again firsthand for years and years. We had talked to so many people who have gone through these struggles, found ways to deal with it to an extent, teams, individuals, organizations, communities. I mean, we had just looked at these problems from so many angles that um, that we knew we were the right team to, to, to help here. Uh, and so we had to regroup. We had to pivot a bit. And uh, we ultimately focused on building a, a new platform. And we call this platform, uh, well, we call the, the we call the platform the virtual cafe platform. And it is uh, a platform that is root, has roots in our cafe and kind of co-working culture and community. Uh, it's, it's definitely born out of the experiences and the feedback and all of the um, the conversations that we've had with so many people and so many organizations over the years. And it is a directly intended to address the the social disconnect and the isolation that so many people feel from their colleagues, from their friends, from all kinds of people, but really just from people. Uh, and, mm. and this tool is a simple way to do that. That's that's a fantastic distinction, right? Because I was I was going to go into what is and what isn't work from, right? So folks that are, that are listening, folks that are watching, don't think of this as kind of a like, like, like a CRM or this is not teams. This is, this is not, uh, this is not zoom. This, this is not any of that, that experience. I'm, I'm a, I'm a piggyback off of that word right there. You talk about experience. So I'm gonna log into, to my particular room right here. So uh, first and foremost, thank you for allowing me to even have, have, have this room. I know I've got some additional access, uh, in terms of the functionality within, within my space, but walk through for, for folks, what we're looking at and kind of the, Again, that experience that folks will get here, that that social that social engagement, that social interaction that folks will get from the work from cafe space. Yeah, absolutely. So it's important, I think, to understand the genesis of this and uh, a little bit better to, so then it translates into what you're looking at today. Uh, we initially wanted to build an experience an always on experience. So let's think about a destination on the Internet that could bring some of the same kind of connectivity and, and again, social flow that a cafe or a coffee shop or a co-working space could provide in the, in the physical world. And if you think about those spaces, they, again, they are a, a, de a destination. They, uh, they have the ability to sort of, you know, open and close the door. People can come in and out, depending on uh, who you want to, people can come in and out in a very sort of drop in or free flowing fashion. And there are people that you can connect with inside of, uh, inside of a space like that. And so when we started from that perspective, what could we do to effectively create a sort of virtual cafe experience? We knew that there were some underpinnings that we had to get right. Uh, one of the things was these these spaces really did need to feel much more like an environment. They needed to, they needed to be able to reflect the, the, the host or the people who were creating the space for the purpose that they were creating it. This meant that we needed to be able to bring more things to the experience than just the people on either a square or a bubble you know, on camera, that, that certainly that technology needed to be there, but we needed to bring more to the environment. And so, as you can notice in your room here, you've got this backdrop, if you will, that, um, that right now you have designed a certain way, but this backdrop can be a number of different things. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a little more be, fancy later. You know, yeah, you, you know, I'll yeah, get a little more creative, yeah. but... <laughs> I, I don't, you know, but I think you, you, this is creative enough and it's, it underscores the point that you have, uh, you have something that, that is meaningful to you that you would yeah. want for people to connect with. And we want to enable that, right? We want, it want it to be yours. It's not, it's not what we think it should be or what anybody else. It really does. We want this to be an extension of yourself, sort of your little corner of the internet, if you will. So, um, 
so these rooms, uh, these 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 spaces, they are always on. You can drop in. They have music that is available to every participant in the room. There is a shared chat. Uh, we work really hard to bring in other types of ambiance that really does help the brain feel as if it is part of a shared experience. And this is really key. This is, again, something that our team uh, understands very, very uniquely. And I think we have a, a, a certain perspective, a certain worldview on, on how to enable that because of the work that we've done with so many people uh, over the years. We've, we've failed and we've tried and failed at a lot of things and we've, we've found so many things that didn't work, right? We, uh, we ultimately came to, a, um, to an understanding of what could work. So um, these rooms are yours. They're fully customizable. You can configure them to look and feel and sound uh, like you want them to. And then most importantly, you can invite your people, whoever those people are, in to enjoy this, uh, these spaces with you. And uh, there's no need to start and stop anything yeah. You know, they, they're just, they're in a destination. And this is where I go to, this is where I go to, to, to see James, right? This is where I go to connect with Darren. So yeah, let, let's talk about that. I, but I do want to say what's that and give some shouts out to Mr. Sheridan, who is in the building, who is kind of the one who put us together. So good, good to see you, Ron. Yeah. Good to see you as well, JP and, and Fight person. for Fear. So glad you guys are joining and in the comments. But you, you, you touched on a couple of things and I, I don't want to, overshadow them. You, you talked a little bit about the environment, about the room and being able to open and close the door. You notice I got the door closed right now. So that's why no one's in the room. Since it's out there, it's, it's, it's part of the internet. Any, anyone could probably, the way I've got it right now is, is a public space. Anyone can, could access it if they had the link. So I, obviously while we're live, I, I don't want just some, some random folks jumping into my room. You don't want to experience the fun of the, the but, random folks. In the you know, that would, no, that would okay. take the stream to a whole nother level. And we, we <laughs> might get pulled off of LinkedIn for that. But, but again, you have that functionality and capability as, as a, as a user and owner to that. But this right here, man, is the coffee shop that this, this whole, the music piece. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. I, I don't listen to the radio much anymore. I will go into my room. I, you see, I'm on, on the smooth chill channel right here. There it is. That's yeah, where I'm sitting that and I've got that in the background and, and I'm just letting that vibe happen. So I, I love that ambient music behind me, different type of channels, different type of stations, things like that. So, so I love that piece. The chat is obviously uh, key as well. And then having the, the video piece, but talk about this, uh, this aspect right here, the streaming. The live streaming the live stream. piece and that, that, I mean, we, yeah, we don't, we don't want to pass over that, you know, just, just gloss over that. Talk about what the live streaming piece within work from actually allows people to do. Yeah. You know, we, a lot of, there were a lot of folks who helped shape this, even in the very earliest days of this technology of this product. Uh, we invited in a lot of folks from our community, as well as um, we created a, a wait list that people were able to get on and we, you know, worked to move people up that wait list. And it, it became, I think thousands of people uh, pretty quickly. And so, we, we were lucky in that we had a lot of exposure early on to, and people were able to show us how they wanted to use these spaces. Mm -hmm. You know, you go into these things with assumptions and certainly we went into it with a lot of educated, uh, a lot of education and certainly we had tested a number of things, but you just don't know how the stuff's going to happen until right. you, you, know, you get it out there in the world. And what we realized is that there were a number of groups that really could benefit from having a more you know, live stream experience. Um, and, and we knew that these rooms, that what we had built with these spaces, uh, I should say, uh, we knew that they were going to enable a certain level of creativity. They were going to inspire a certain level, level mm. of, of creativity and, and, um, and people were going to be able to, should be able to do more in their spaces when they are inspired. And we also understood that 
you know, the, the concept of live streaming and something that we're doing, you know, right now uh, is, is not, um, is, is now, is now probably an integral part of how a lot of folks will just be interacting in general uh, for work, for other things. And so we wanted to make sure that we were on the right side of that. Um, like most things that we, that we do, we try to be as thoughtful as we can and, and not just put something there, not just create a feature because it's possible or because somebody said they want it, but really try to get to the, the understanding of what, 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 what needs to happen in order to enable the, mm-hmm. the kind of emotional payoff, right. Or to solve the real, the real challenge. And so I think our, our approach to the streaming is actually um, quite thoughtful. And, and most of the things that we do, obviously, I think are, are that way. Um, we, one thing that we learned early on is that a number of people are looking to be able to stream a second camera. And that was a distinction yeah. from okay. uh, the other platforms that were out there. But because people are doing things and often want to be able to show things or, um, you know, maybe making things or whatever it is, a second camera would be useful. And so one of the unique um, aspects of our streaming is that you can uh, you can have a link sent directly to your phone and uh, you can start streaming from a phone as a second camera uh, if that's if that's something that's useful to you. Wait a minute. So the one, the camera that I've got highlighted right now is, is my main uh, mirrorless right now. It's it seeing me uh, from that side. So I can actually maybe via NDI or something, have my mobile phone and have two feeds coming in to my work from room. That's right. What will happen is uh, when you go to stream, um, you have the ability to, to connect your phone right. and uh, it, it sends you a text message. You click on the link that's in the text message and it opens your web browser and immediately uh, you are able to start streaming. And so everybody will see what the camera sees. <laughs> now that cool. will be, that will be um, in full view. Um, like, you know, like most streaming, it will be in full view of the experience, although the ambiance, everything else is still there. That's important. We don't want to lose that. But now you've got a camera and you're detached from your physical computer. Certainly uh, you can have it right next to you or you could go for a walk. You could take us for a tour. Uh, you could do a number of things and you can imagine um, the kinds of thing, the kinds of opportunities that that opens up when you're detached from uh, from your your physical machine and can kind of you know flow back and forth between uh, devices if that's what you you know if that's what you prefer and I can talk about how people are using it right now I mean there's real you know real solid applications that people um, are, are are you know doing right now and, yeah well, well let's talk about that because you might what, what that brought to my mind was again uh, and then a lot of us in the content creation ecosystem are talking about always about building community and serving our community and making that's sure right. that we're listening and providing relevant content uh, to the folks that that resonate with our messages this really allows us to wait I'm think I'm thinking of actually expanding my usage of having something like an office hours, right? Again, so not not just opening it up one off times for just conversations with family and friends or whatever the case may be, but opening it up to the community, having uh, random work sessions where we just sit here, chill out, listen to my smooth, chill channel. Everyone's in the room. I decide to walk around with, with my phone and and have some massively, you know. Uh, it, it, pontificated uh, high-end conversation and uh, you know act yeah. like i'm solving the world's problem but, but right but, but have those yes. types of environments and sessions and conversations with community all in one place and again like like you say i don't have to be tied to a desk now i can via my mobile phone actually be mobile with this as well so you're, you're removing those barriers and again i, I don't want to put words in your mouth but th- this is how i'm going to put this to use now because now mm-hmm. I, I know that piece as well. But talk to us like you were saying about folks that are actually using uh, work from in some of their use cases today. 
Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate the description. It is it is about removing barriers. It's about uh, figuring out ways to uh, you know get people to feel as if they are in closer proximity, even though they may be thousands of miles away. And in many cases, they are. Um, and we and the technology is there to do it. And it just takes a I think a thoughtful approach to making it more relevant to more people. Uh, so one example we've we've uh, we've partnered with a, a brand. Um, I won't mention the brand now, but but we've partnered with a brand early on to enable. Um, their their community of um, experts, if you will, to use rooms that have been set up in such a way that it provides an ambiance that is important to that brand. And these experts are in their spaces uh, showing or, or ultimately providing sort of trainings or uh, giving workshops uh, in which they are using a second camera in many cases to to see that happening in real time. They're using, they're building with their hands or they're creating with their hands in many cases. And so the second camera angle has become an integral part of how they're able to do that. Um, it becomes so cumbersome to try to make that work with, with so many other platforms. And in, in fact, uh, they came to us with that problem and said, look, I think, I think this is something you can solve. Well, can you do it? And, you know, that was a challenge for us. And we said, absolutely, because we see that this, this has so many applications even far beyond uh, what they wanted to do with it, uh, but but that's a good example. So if you're if you're creating something uh, and you want to be able to show that up close, and you want to be able to have the benefits of a shared experience where people can drop in from anywhere, you know we have to put these pieces together and be intentional about it. And that's and that's one example of how people are using it. Uh, another one quickly, I think, is just kind of shows you the breadth. Uh, there's another group that that uh, that does sort of I think live broadcasts of um, fish. It's it's fish you can buy. Uh, and they show this at when they're, um, I think that the, it's like a show they produce and I think it's called like on the line, but they're out, they're out in, in the world in in nature in spaces and they are showing, um, fish that are, you know, purchasable that I believe gets delivered to your home. Now, you know, it's a fantastic world that we live in where there are so many different ways we can connect with each other, but, yeah. uh, enabling something like that provides, you know, just, just a pathway to, to that kind of creativity. That's pretty cool, right? I, I would have never thought about that. But again, removing the barriers, allowing technology to remove those barriers. Um, yeah. From a, you talked about being able to bring in a mobile phone as a camera. Let's talk about uh, is there is an HTML five type of capable? Is is there going to be a uh, uh, a mobile app or something of that nature, or mm -hmm. is it just from, from the mobile browser? How, how, again, would I be if I was sitting in my, in my car right before going into the gym and I had something I just had to say, wanted to say to the community, could I just fire yeah. it up off of my phone? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you could. And, uh, we are looking about, looking at options to kind of progressively meet you in, in like places, technology, meet you with the technology you're using in ways that enable the features of that technology. So you can imagine an environment like this that we've created on a phone needs to work and look and a little different, right? So um, we want it to be, we want it to be ubiquitous as possible. We want as many people to be able to experience this. Otherwise we can't really effectively remove these, these barriers, yeah, these distance point. between people, right? We need, this needs to be something that can actually um, be somewhat of an equalizer in the world of, of virtual experience. And so, uh, we we want it to work in browser most places, but yes, we could we will likely go deeper into um, mobile apps or or something like that uh, at some point. It's not there. It's not there today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, Ron Sheridan said, "I want that link," and and 
I, you know, that's, that's a teaser question right there because I know the man knows the link, but I'm definitely going to make sure that folks have a, a link to workfrom.co in the description for for this for this session. But I will still put it back on the screen right now. Yeah, so workfrom.co is where you go to learn about everything that the company has today to, to offer, uh, kind of a high level of uh, what the platform does. Uh, I, I like the fact that you've also got engagement um, across the country. I'm going to say across the globe, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, so it's, you know, globe, yeah. most, most search cities. Right. So I could literally be, you know, right here in San Francisco and I can find folks that are, that are part of the work from ecosystem, connect with them, bring them into my room and, and ty- that type of thing. What's, yeah. um, what's, what's next, right? Again, because I, I think what you've got right here, you've got a fantastic foundation. You've got, right. uh, you've got a fantastic, uh, platform and by adding that live streaming capability i, I think you really to be honest with you have, have leap leaped over anyone else trying to do something very similar to you right just being able to share and communicate with folks remotely and and, and push that out in real time that's that's a key thing that shouldn't be overlooked but uh we always want to know what's next <laughs> we, 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 i don't want you to talk anything obviously that you can't talk from a public perspective but yeah. but uh you know keep keep feeding keep feeding it right what, what, what do you got next coming up for work from well so uh, you know i've alluded to this a few times but we we really stay very close to the folks who are helping us get to where we are right so these are people who are using using the tools today who are part of our community and those that are giving us consistent feedback and and ultimately helping us kind of shape what that future looks like and so we're, we're doing a lot of that and what we're seeing is that there are there are a couple of opportunities that we really love uh, one is that um, we want to be able to do more of what we've been able to do for our team using this platform uh, for other teams so uh, we we under, we didn't necessarily set out to to enable the kind of um, culture building and I want to say almost um, extra layer of connectivity that our team already felt was quite strong. Now we're a fully remote team. We have been since day one. Uh, I've actually never met some of my teammates in person, um, hopefully soon. But, uh, you know, because of the way things the world has been, that's just not been possible as much as it used to be. But um, but we started using this, the, the virtual spaces, the virtual cafes for ourselves. And we started to do things with them that uh, sometimes looked like trying to test and, and understand what was possible, but uh, but what happened in the in the process is that we felt like we were becoming more connected. We were learning more about mm-hmm. each other. We there was there was something really powerful, and we weren't always able to describe it. It took us some time to understand what was happening, but it was there. And we all knew when we looked at each other and we were being honest. If it went to, if it went away, we'd be we'd be pretty upset. Uh, whatever we had created and whatever we were doing was something that was important. And, um, and we didn't want it to go away, even though, again, we felt like we were in a pretty strong spot before then, and certainly we were. So that magic, we've, we've leaned into that to try to figure out what's happening there and what, what, what we can do to help others. And, and so we've got some things for teams specifically that are coming, uh, coming down um, you know, the pike, if you will. Uh, and and it, teams in a traditional sense, certainly uh, organizations, companies, but, but also I think these things apply to any well-formed group, uh, community, um, you know, other types of, of uh, organizations that will or, or, or you know, organizing that um, that uh, that happens out there with people. And so I think uh, we want to do more of that. And we've got some line of sight on some things we'll be doing there. Another thing that I can talk about a little bit is that if I don't know if you've actually seen this and, and you might I don't know if you can demo this even. Um, but if you go back to your space, okay. um, you now have a new view or a relatively recent view of 
what we call uh, you know your your neighborhood. So in the top left hand side there, you've got a little a little button there, and um, when you click on that, you get to see um, what the spaces that you've created, and you can create more, and that's now possible. And you also get to see uh, right now there's some other spaces that are available inside the community, and these spaces are um, are kind of coming online uh, for the first time, and we're figuring out the best ways to uh, or the best types of spaces to feature there, but but the point is you you're starting to see that we're pulling back from the individual space level okay. and starting to build uh what can look a lot more like a you know a universe of, of spaces if you will in which you can um do different things and, and the interconnection between those spaces is something that we're very interested in as well uh, we know that there's a lot of benefit from the in-room experience the in-space experience uh, but we also think that there's a lot of benefit that can come from being able to give people a sense of presence across a group of spaces and build in some of that serendipity and some of that magic uh, that that everyone knows can happen when people can be closer to each other, whether they're in the same room or not. And so we're looking at that a lot as well. And you can imagine that would apply to uh, somebody like yourself who's a you know creator, a builder, uh, as well as somebody who is working closely in a tight knit, you know, tight knit team of some sort. Um, these kinds of things, uh, again, are, are of interest to us and what we'll be working more on. I, I love that piece about the community cafe. I, I'm, I'm thinking now. So, again, this, this wasn't even written part of my my prepared. I'd notes. like to surprise you a little bit here. <laughs> I'm thinking about competition and I'm, I'm, I'm one. So I'm, I'm thinking of social audio. I'm thinking of Twitter spaces. I'm thinking of Clubhouse. I'm thinking of whatever Facebook is trying to do. Me and me and, me and Zuckerberg sure. don't get along, so I I, I drop his name like it, it's. Too, huh? I, I'm never going to get <laughs> a sponsorship from 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 Meta. Where, but mm. talk about that, right? I mean, this could be an evo- evolutionary next step or next piece, right? In terms, of, and, and again, I, I I don't work or work from, <laughs> but but I'm, I'm sure. just saying where where you can take the company, but this could be an opportunity an option for folks again, because I think you audio was fantastic. And and I love the, the art of communication, but video is something completely different, right? Being able to see your face, being able to emote, you see, I I talk with my hands a lot, but having that type of thing within a work from room, live stream, audio, video communication, ambient music, you know, all of that. I mean, do, do you see, reaching into kind of those ecosystems and saying, folks, yeah, you, you've got, you've got 80% of what you're trying to do over here in Twitter spaces slash clubhouse. You can get that other 20% over here from work from and, and, and be good. I, I'm just going to put that out there, but uh, I, yeah, I don't no, cause no trouble. <laughs> well, uh, no trouble. No. And, and of course, you know, we've, we've thought of these things. Um, I mean, the, the parallels are pretty, are pretty clear. Uh, I can say that, you know, we're, we're not interested in building a, an impact. I don't want to, this is, I don't want to make this sound pejorative, certainly, but I know I'm not interested in building sort of a surface experience. Um, there's a lot of that out there. You know, we we're, talk about we're that. I like that. No, talk about depth. that. Yeah. So we're interested in the depth. We're interested in the relationship building and the connections that can come over even a, a long period of time. Right. The sort of longitudinal experience, um, things that can evolve and grow over time, things that actually can be memorialized and and become an important part of, of a culture. Uh, th- these are the things that we just we innately you know care about as a team and, and as an organization. And so it's hard for us to get excited about you know building an experience that is um, that is that is vast but not you know very, not very deep. Uh, and I think that those experiences and you mentioned a few of them. Um, you know there are folks out there who are 
who are passionate about that and will be better at it than us. But I will also say that, you know, what you see pretty quickly and what you saw there pretty quickly is uh, absolutely the sort of evolution of where a lot of what we think will happen, uh, the connectivity that will, that will, uh, that will help enable what a lot of folks are thinking about and calling maybe the metaverse. Uh, you know, we, we tend to, we tend to want to make that very fantastical and think about it as being, you know, a virtual alternative to ourselves. And, you know, we're going to need hardware headsets and all kinds of, I mean, we're going to, we're going to be living in a whole different world that is right. entirely digital. And, you know, I, I can dream as well. And, and these are fun things uh, to think about, but I think the reality is we need to first understand and, and then solve for bringing people closer together in the forms in which we understand today and which, in which we've developed uh, ourselves to be very good at as humans over the last, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of years. I mean, yeah. what we do well is be social. And so while there will be new technologies that will help with that, uh, we've got a lot available to us right now. And I think it's a matter of just putting the puzzle together in a way that um, that makes it easy for us to do. And so we we see that we sort of start there and we want to do more of it and we think that there are definitely paths to that by creating more of a um an interplay between uh, individuals and groups and virtual spaces and we and we again we just think our our approach to this is going to be more thoughtful and, and frankly vetted uh more than than what's out there today Look, I'll, I'll say it because you, you, you won't say it. you're the CEO of the company. So I, I, I'll go ahead and say it. you, you just <laughs> you are, are cutting through the noise. How, how yeah, about right? I'm, there, there, there are so many other platforms and, and the ones that I had mentioned that are very superficial, very, very low constructive touch. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, what you're building mm-hmm. from, from work from, I mean, just the, the statements that you have from a mission perspective and what we've shown today and kind of where your, your mindset is, it really is bringing together the societal aspect, the, the mental health aspect as well, because again, Absolutely. with that 17 or so months, and, and I keep saying 17 months, but you know, with the lockdown period, a lot of people ha- had that disconnect from their community, from their coworkers, from their family, whatever the case may That's be. Right. You and and I, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is from from a third person looking in. What work from is is doing is bringing back that 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 healthy engagement, that healthy conversation, face to face conversation, face to face engagement. You've got the cool mu- the music pieces is, is the thing, brother. Just 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 by having that, and, and again, I, I've got my my cool <laughs> jazz going in the background in my room. That that's that's what's up, and, and you don't get that from those other social audio types of platforms. You you just get that I'm on a stage, uh, and I'm and others are listening, and yeah. let me tell you, yeah. let me talk. That that can yeah. be so so old and mundane, and, and I, I I liked how how you're doing. You're leveling the playing field as well, so. Well, there are levels to this, right? And and so what we're seeing is the, a lot of a lot of the the latest or the recent efforts to connect folks in in this broader space is, is kind of level one stuff. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it's very transactional in many ways. It doesn't allow people to to really create a culture or to uh, create an identity in a way that um, that they feel good about uh, sort of memorializing and continuing to evolve over time. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's just kind of level one and there's nothing wrong with it. It's an important part of, of how we're going to get to where we ultimately go. But, um, but we've got also, you know, a piece to play in that or a role to play in that. And, and we think that our, uh, what we're doing is, is looking at, you know, sort of the next levels of that. 
we got a long ways to go. You know, we've, we've got a lot to learn and we're grateful for being able to learn from a number of these other platforms that are, that are doing some great things. I mean, certainly I would uh, be remiss if I, if I didn't say that we're pulling, you know, we're learning from those things. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're not trying to reinvent uh, things that work well, but we understand that this is a new space that the, the challenge is suddenly massive that we suddenly have a massive audience in which and community, if you will, in which we can help. And we're, we're uniquely, in a position to do that because of what you know the choices we've made um for our organization and and that's what we just want to do i mean literally we wake up every day and we we rant and rave and talk about how we want to you know do something that's going to be incredibly meaningful for people and and we know we have we know how to do that right and so it, if anything we're just we just want to get it out into into <laughs> the world more you know we just want more people to experience it I, I love that. I'm, and I'm going to bring up this comment from a, from a, someone in the audience, but I want to piggyback on what you just said right there. I gave 10 years at Apple, right? And I, I've, I've had a personal one-on-one with, with, with Steve Jobs back, back in the day as well. So I've, I've got that story. But literally right in front of my, my studio here is his um, put a dent in the universe. Uh, quote mm-hmm. right and and mm-hmm. that's really all we're really trying to do we're trying to put it di- do something meaningful to where that's we're right. the crazy ones right we're, we're the ones trying to change mm-hmm. a, a piece of our evolution a piece of what we touch and 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 manage that sphere of influence that we have just trying to put a dent in the universe so so kudos to you on that Gotti was asking well, a question about are there any special pieces of equipment that are required to to fire up a work from uh room no, absolutely not. In fact, we've we've worked really hard to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, everything should be up and running within minutes, uh, even even getting a design to your new space or spaces. Uh, but yeah, it's fast, snappy, and uh, I encourage you to get in right away. There's nothing you need. There's nothing holding you back. Love it. Love it. I, I again, will put links to uh, MySpace. I don't want to say MySpace. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 I just <laughs> dated myself to, 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 to my environment within the yeah. description. So so we could start having some more conversations with folks in, in, in my environment. Uh, again, I want to say thank you to for, well, you, Darren, and also to, to Mr. Ron Sheridan in, in the comments who for first putting us together so I can see this. And, and ever since we had that initial email conversation, I, I've been part of the team. Right. I, I've been talking about it and saying folks need to put it to use. So. How can folks get in touch with you, though, man, if they have any additional questions about what you do and, and, and the, uh, the platform? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you thank you for showing you know, folks many times they can go to workfrom.co. That's where you'll be able to find uh, b- both of the, the products that we now have. And they both uniquely help uh, remote workers or folks who work virtually outside of an office uh, in a couple different ways. But uh, both are very valuable. So check both out. Um, if you're interested in uh, checking out the newest virtual spaces, you can go to beta.workfrom.coffee. So beta.workfrom.coffee. And that's where you'll be able to create an account and, and within minutes have your own, uh, your own virtual cafe. Um, and if you, can, if you want to find us on social, uh, certainly work, we're at Workfrom on most of the uh, social platforms. And then I'm personally at Darren Buckner. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm most active on Twitter. And then, if you want to reach out and and uh, you know talk uh, about anything via email, uh, hello at workfrom.co is a great place. We do read all those emails, and um, and we're always excited to to you know connect with more folks. And the last thing I'll say is, once you do get uh, into the virtual spaces, the virtual cafes uh, application, um, definitely check out some of the community spaces. I and my co-founders and others are often 
uh, in these spaces. And so you can connect with more of the Rotary community that way and, and, and ultimately see what the, what the whole experience is like with other people, even if um, you don't, you don't have folks readily available to, uh, to, to use your space right now. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you again. I want to be cognizant of your time. I want to be uh, respectful of it as well. Thank you for sharing the story. Uh, thank you for sharing where you are and where you intend to go in the short and, and, and midterm. Uh, you're on to something, man. You're, you're definitely on to something. The, the, uh, the, and I'm going to restate here what Melanie is saying, right? The concept seems incredibly awesome. It's, it's so simple, right? But it, okay. it seems to work. Right. It, it yeah. is just something that we, we've needed and, and coming out of, again, this this interesting season of, of the whole planet. Right. This is something mm-hmm. that allows us to continue to have those those engagements, those interactions and, and, and those uh, shared experiences. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep using that word when I talk Great about work from for sure. Um, yes, please. Darren, thank you, man. Uh, I'm gonna stay in touch with you because I want to see what you got going on next. I'm gonna I'm invite you into my into my room every now and then. We'll, we'll we'll chop it up over there. But folks, go check them out. Workfrom.co. Darren, be good to yourself, and I'll talk to you later, man. I appreciate it, James. Thanks, everybody.